Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment and credible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am your host, Tom Barton. Go check me out at Sports Garden Network, G-A-R-T-E-N.com. Uh, go check me out on all the social media platforms. It is Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, hashtag S. GN as well there. And guys, I got to tell you, look, we, we had a lot of fun with football, massive fun with March Madness, getting into the NBA, the finals, the NHL finals were profitable for anybody that listened, but we're getting into now Major League Baseball, into the heart of Major League Baseball. We've been mentioning it, and obviously if you follow us, we do a lot of baseball. Um, I've said this on the air for like 20 years, and I'll continue to say it. Major League Baseball is the sport you can make the most money on. And you don't have to take my word for it. You just have to go to a sports book and ask, what is the walk-up amounts? Baseball has the least walk-up amount, right? The least limit. You can't walk up to Major League Baseball and put $10,000 on a game without being approved because they know that you can win. They know that, okay? So a couple of notes uh, about the uh, um, about Major League Baseball as we take a look at the week ahead. And that's what I want to do is take a quickly look at the week ahead. Look, baseball is a lot about streaks. And the one thing that's different between baseball and everybody else is that in football, even in hockey and the NBA, uh, specifically, certainly uh, in March Madness and college basketball as a whole, you go on a, a, a quick little streak and all of a sudden the market corrects. In football, it's one day, right? You can look great on a Thursday night. The next week, the market will correct. In the other sports, two, three games, the market will correct. There are opportunities here. We just watched the A's rattle off seven, eight, boom. The A's were winning winning games, winning games for suddenly. Market didn't correct. We have watched for most of the season the Tampa Bay Rays, and their market didn't correct. The Pittsburgh Pirates, their market has not corrected. Now the Cincinnati Reds are red hot. Pardon the pun, but they are red hot. The market hasn't fully corrected. So you're able to kind of jump on and be able to take some kind of advantages of, you know, what Major League Baseball is. I mean, look, look at the Reds, right? Now, the Reds' futures is corrected. The Reds' futures last week uh, plus 25,000, okay? Today, it's plus 8,000. Reds won eight games in a row. The Reds are looking great. But the Reds on a game-by-game basis are not. I'm recording this on Monday afternoon. By the way, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. But I'm recording this on a Monday afternoon. They're playing the lowly Rockies. The Rockies, who have just 29 wins on the year. The Reds have won eight games in a row. The line opened up at minus 150 at home in Cincinnati against uh, Austin Gomber, who was absolutely awful. 
Now, it rose to 160, 165. I bet you this gets to 170, 175. But the initial number was not where it should be. Okay, so let's take a look. I want to give you the week ahead here, right? I'm going to take a look at the week ahead. And I love to grab not necessarily matchups where you're going to have to be laying three to one. We know that. But some good pitching matchups is really what we've been looking at. Look, we are in the age where offense is exploded and offense is everywhere and everybody loves the offense and offense, offense, offense. That's what we're at the age of right now. And I get it. Offense is fantastic. Do you know that we're sitting at just about 51% of the unders in the game this year? 51% of all Major League Baseball games have gone under or just under. It's 50.9. So that'll tell you that we still have unders. When you get two absolutely clutch starting pitchers, that's when I start to look at this and say, yeah, you know what? I like the unders. I like first five unders, to be honest with you. But let's see if we get any pitching matchups that can get into that. So we'll look at Monday. Look, Flaherty against Gray, that's not an ace against an ace, although Flaherty has been pitching a lot better. Gray has a 3.19 ERA. That totals nine and a half, which means for the first five, you could get a five there. Now, Jordan Lyles goes for the Royals, so those looking for, uh, you know, maybe one of those under-the-radar kind of games. I know Olsen doesn't give you a lot of confidence in Detroit, but Jordan Lyles, he's 0-11 with a 7 ERA. He should not be in the starting rotation. He's Look, Detroit's giving 140, 145, so it's a little bit of a decent price that you're getting back on on that side as well. We do have an ace against ace matchup by the numbers, sure. Maybe it's not ace, ace, it's 1-1, right? I don't like to throw around the word ace, but it's 1-1, Kelly against Burns. But they caught on. The total's at seven, right? So you got to go under three and a half for the first five innings. You're not going to find something there. Scherzer against Brown. Is that ace-ace? Is that 1-1? One, one? No, it's not. I mean, Brown's been good. He's got almost a 3.5 ERA. But Max Scherzer's 4.5 ERA says that Max Scherzer isn't the guy. So not much going on for ace-ace outside of maybe that Kelly Burns when we're talking about uh, Monday here. Let's take a look at tomorrow. Strider, Suarez. Look, Suarez has been a lot better recently. You look at Suarez and what he has done in recent weeks, and all of a sudden we're forgetting about the Ranger Suarez who started the year pretty miserable. I, let's just be honest. I mean, he did not look right, and you could say, well, you know what? He was injured. He was, yeah, there's a lot of that going on in this game um, or, or in this uh, profile of this player. He was not right, and you have to kind of look past maybe there was an injury. Maybe there was a problem. Maybe there was something because something was not right with Ranger Suarez early. But something's certainly right with him in the last four games. In the last four games, he's given up four runs in the last four games. Uh, only one home run in the last four games. He, he's still walking, you know, about two batters per inning. But he's going six, seven innings. Look, Swerves has turned into that kind of true number one guy that you could kind of count on. Spencer Strider has the strikeout numbers, but he struggled, guys. He's got over a four ERA on the season. He's given up 13 runs in his last two starts. Both against, let's just be honest, uninspiring offenses in the Mets in Detroit. So here's a game where you're going to be able to get Philly at home as a plus underdog with the pitcher that is playing better. And if you believe that Strider gets in there and and starts pitching a lot better in this one, I know it's tough to go against Atlanta and the offense of Atlanta. I know that. Atlanta has uh, the third best over ratio on the year. I know that it's tough to go Atlanta, especially in a divisional game and everything else, but it makes a lot of sense. 
if you believe Strider's going to come around to kind of take a peek at that under. Um, there's nobody else really that that jumps out as, okay, you know what? He's going to dominate. Look, you got Kershaw. Detmers is a nice matchup, but Detmers still four and a half ERA. Dylan Cease is not the player he once was, even though Nate Evaldi certainly is 2.59 ERA. You got to look at that and say, if you believe in Dylan Cease and you believe in what he can be, and he's got a four and a half ERA, 4.31. Uh, if you believe what Dylan Cease can be, and he's shown it in the last three starts and four of the last five starts, he's allowed two runs or less. He's also had 17 strikeouts in his last two starts, coming off a 10-strikeout performance in L.A. If you believe Dylan Cease is turning it around, um, you will have to go up against the Texas Rangers, who have the best offense in baseball. So that's something to, to mention. Verlander Valdez has all the marquee names, but Verlander, of course, with a four-and-a-half ERA, doesn't give me a lot of confidence there for him. Uh, you you can take a peek at maybe Mackenzie Gore, Jordan Montgomery, both with under a four ERA. No, it's not ace ace. I wonder how the market's going to adjust to this on the on the total because if it is a decent, if you're getting an eight and a half or so, I might take a look there. Montgomery's been pretty good recently. Gore's been pretty good all year. The ace ace matchup that really jumps off the page is Garrett Cole against George Kirby. Now. George Kirby has a 3.24 ERA. Any other time you're going, yeah, that's a fantastic ERA. I know that gets lost in the shuffle this year a little bit, but that is a fantastic ERA. Now he's had a couple of hiccups recently, okay? But they're surrounded by really good games. So he's got a five and a seven mark against San Diego and Pittsburgh. But in between them, there is a eight inning, three hit, no run performance against these same Yankees at home and then against Miami last time out. Six innings, three hits, no earned runs. Now, it's in New York, but Garrett Cole has been pretty fantastic all year. Garrett Cole's ERA sits at 2.75. You look at Garrett Cole and you go, yeah, that's great. Each of his last three starts, he's allowed four total runs, two runs or less in each of the last three against the Mets, Boston, and L.A. So, again, not great lineups, but enough that you say, yeah, I look at him and I say, I think Cole will be okay. I'm interested interested because the New York Yankees, by the way, cannot hit. I mean, they they are dead last since Aaron Judge went down there, dead last in OPS and dead last in batting average. I'm interested to see what that number is going to be when you get into the total for tomorrow. Uh, we go into Wednesday now and getting into Wednesday. I don't see much that jumps off the page here. You know, you got a Sonny Gray uh, who didn't look great last time. He's going up against Whitlock, though, so that's not a lot of inspiring. You, you got Luis Castillo coming to New York taking on the Yankees, but the Yankees are still undecided on who they're going to pitch. So you know it's not going to be kind of an ace-ace kind of uh, matchup in that situation. I think Bradley against Wells could be interesting. I think Gaussman against uh, Alcantara is a fantastic ace-ace matchup, except Alcantara has a five ERA and he has not looked good recently. Okay? So we lose that there as well. The one that jumps out, obviously, is going to be Zach Gallon against Julio Tehran. Tehran, since he's come back, has been miraculously great. I mean, he's just been fantastic. 1.78 ERA. Zach Gallon still under a three ERA. That's a two o'clock in the afternoon, East Coast time. In Milwaukee, that's a noon, uh, you know, first pitch. That is a spot where if they give me a four, if they give me a four for the first five, I'm jumping all over it. I will jump all over that. Let's turn around and take a look at Thursday. Obviously, Thursday will have a short card. I don't see much here. Uh, you know, Tyron Walker hasn't been the same guy. You might get a little value with Sears against Allen, but Allen hasn't looked good, even though Sears has had his moments of looking good 
So you don't really get that ace-ace matchup, although Shane McClanahan will be going up against the Royals. I love McClanahan anytime he goes up against anybody. You're probably going to pay like three to one with McClanahan at home against the Royals, but it may be worth it. It, it might be worth it. The one guy I, wanted to, I do want to mention, he's going to be taking on Alex Wood and the, New York, uh, and the uh, San Francisco Giants, but Blake Snell for the Padres has been absolutely fantastic. Now, we have watched Blake Snell at times in his career just be dominating. We have watched that. What he has done here now has reinvented himself just suddenly. On the fly, Blake Snell looks, first of all, Blake Snell looks good for the year. 3.48 ERA is good. He had one game this year against the Boston Red Sox, went four innings and let up six earned runs. You take that out, he's got about a three ERA. He has only allowed more than three runs twice this entire season. And here's the stretch that he's on. Up against some decent teams and decent hitting spots. Against Tampa Bay last time out, no earned runs, two hits. Against Colorado in Colorado, seven innings, one run, three hits. Against the Cubs, six innings, two hits allowed, no runs. Against Miami, remember, Miami is is a, a playoff team right now. Six innings, three hits, no runs. Against Washington, five innings. So he's got five innings, one run. So in his last five starts, guys, two runs allowed. Nobody had more than four hits on him. Now, he does walk a ton. Three, zero, three, three, four. He walks a lot of guys, okay? Um, And by the way, two games before that Boston game in L.A. or against L.A., six and two, six and two. He walks a lot of batters. But now his strikeouts are there. 12 and 12 back-to-back. If you have not bought in on the Blake Snell hype train, now is the time to buy in. I'm looking at that game, and I'm looking at Thursday, and I'm saying, yeah, Thursday, that that could be one of those key spots for Blake Snell. He's going to San Francisco, big ballpark there, a San Francisco team that, yeah, they're, they're in it, but they're not a huge hitting team. They're not a team that's going to terrify you with the bats. That, to me, ladies and gentlemen, might be the, the spot of the week to jump on. I don't know what they're going to make him. I'm trying to kind of think about it in my mind. I think he's a favorite. San Diego's playing well. I don't think they're going to make him any more than 130 favorite or so, right? 130 favorite. Can you get an eight as a total there? If you get an eight as a total, I think you got to jump on it. If you can get the eight. And then finally, let's go to Friday. Looking way ahead here. No real good pitching matchups except for one, which is a very, very good pitching matchup. Shane Bieber against Wade Miley. Bieber, three and a half ERA. He's been an ace for a while. And Wade Miley has just been having a phenomenal year. Comes off the DL, or the injured list, I should say. Comes off the injured list last game and really performs really, really well. I mean, he looked really good there. So that is your week rundown, guys. There are some spots there. Obviously, I I will be watching the Blake Snell thing the, the most. His strikeout numbers are something to watch in that game. I feel like he has found it. Is on clicking on all cylinders. And I've watched Blake Snell throughout his career, as you guys have. When he is on, he is absolutely on. He runs hot and cold just like a hitter. But when he is on, which he is, is right now, it's a good spot. It's a good ballpark. It's a good lineup. I think Blake Snell has a great game on Thursday. All right, guys. Enjoy your baseball week. Make lots of money. I am Tom Barton with Sports Garden Network. We'll be back. And you can bet on that. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. 
No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.